everyone. This is SBO Perspectives, and I am Jack Mitchell, along with the esteemed John Bricado. And we're excited to put on a brand new episode, SBO Uncut. And this is unfiltered. I don't want to say unadulterated, but unfiltered. <laughs> and we're not <laughs> getting crazy here. Yeah, yeah, we're not getting too wild. But we wanted, we wanted to just say, hey, look, let's get to know us, right? I mean, you've heard us probably now for quite some time. I mean, we've got over 60 episodes and we're, we're enjoying this. We're having a blast. But just some more insight, just things that are trending, things that we like and how that maybe even interacts with the SBO world. And, yeah, uh, I think we want to just give a little bit more personal touch to the podcast. You know, we, we do talk to a lot of people. We get to know them throughout the industry, but we figured we'll take a break and just speak to our listeners and maybe just have a conversation between us and so everyone can get to know us a little better yeah this is mostly up the precipice to like the next quarter right we are ending q1 i can't believe 22 is going so fast i know 25 percent of it is done and at the end of the day we're gonna you know like we do have periodically once a quarter our episode where we just kind of want to give our insight as well on the industry and what's happening and and so with that we wanted to give you that live and uncut yeah. so john i got a question for you man do you drink scotch whiskey you know i'm not a big scotch whiskey drinker i'm more of a bourbon or a rye the scotch i don't you know it's too peaty too smoky for me i mean maybe mm-hmm. once in a while but you know give me give me a good bourbon and i'm good i got it i know your your drink your drink is the, <laughs> the Manhattan. Manhattan. And I can tell you how many times if we've gone out or been a social event or networking or you name it, Manhattan is your go-to. And I, for a while, I didn't really know the distinction between the Manhattan and an old fashioned, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there is a distinction. Yeah. Manhattan is a little sweeter in some sense. It has a vermouth in it. And it's a, to me, a little bit more balanced. Got it's it. just, I don't know. My, it, I think it's a drink that my family has had for generations. So naturally it's been passed so down you, to me, but it's just, it's a good go-to, you know, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, you know, personally, I'm more of a champagne guy. Yeah. I just, whatever it is. I just like the bubbly, the bubbly just makes you feel bubbly. Right. I guess yeah. that's what they call it. Bubbly. Well, you did. You sent me a video the other day you were out to dinner and there was, what was that? Drink? Yes, that's like what I want to make crazy smoke. This video. Really. So this is a presentation <laughs> at Bajou. It's a new restaurant in Melville. It's been out about four or five months. And it's Long Island out here for those of you who are around the state. They bought out. They, they rolled it out on a stand. Like you said, it was like a cherry wood because what you saw, they actually burned a cherry wood in front of me. Then put a glass on top. Yeah, it was like they covered it. So it just was they like incubated it, in the smoke. Captured right? all the smoke, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, this presentation was awesome. Uh, Then on the side, they're mixing all the products, you know, a little this, a little bit of that. I don't even know, be honest, (laughs) because she said it like (laughs) so fast. But it is on the video. I can go back and look. But then, I mean, the way that this old fashioned was done, put the big ice in it, took the glass that had the smoke, the real smoke, burned wood smoke, right? Laid it in there, spun it around, put the cherry in, and oh, man. Was it good? Orange on top. It was, man, that was, you know what? I think the smoke just 
made it hit all the notes. Yeah. Every flavor carried through. So, you know, I want to say like for me, Scotch whiskey, I didn't even really realize what Scotch whiskey was up until like last year. I thought everything was the same and Mm -hmm. crazy right now. But yeah, it's like a whole subculture. You can really dive yeah, into it. because it has, it's from Scotland, but then there's different regions, the Northern and Southern. So that's what Scotch whiskey is. Yeah. It's, it's whiskey, you know, Scotland. And so I went to a tasting, Benriac, the number three in the world. And they were, oh man, the smoke one, like there's all different types. And, you know, with these restaurants too, they'll actually have tastings where they'll pair one versus the other. Yeah, and I think that is awesome. Um, I really and, so, and some of them like go hobby. over the top with these drinks, like the one that you had. Like it's a whole. It's more so like about the production. And when you sent me that yeah. video, it reminded me of this place I went to in Toronto. I think it. I think it's called Bar Chef, and okay. it was very similar. Like they, it was like a what do they call it? A modernist cocktail. I don't even know what that means, but it was. <laughs> more about like the theatrics and I'm, and I'm looking at the menu and you know my my eye goes towards the Manhattan and I see this on the menu and it mm-hmm. says that they prepare it in the kitchen I'm like that's kind of bizarre I've never seen a wow. cocktail prepared in a kitchen before so I'm sitting there at the bar and it's probably I don't know seven ten minutes have gone by and I'm still waiting to, for for a drink so mm-hmm. I didn't realize what it was but they bring it out on this silver tray you have this you know, this Manhattan that's in like this crazy looking glass that's almost like a like a flute looking thing. And they okay. have like these little jellies and they have like a piece of leather that's smoking in, wow. in the back. <laughs> the, the most ridiculous oh. part is that they put like a bunch of dry ice in it. So they put it down in front of me at the bar and like the entire bar is staring at me because it has like all of this dry ice, you know, fog, you know, wafting down the bar. And I look at the bill and it was a $40 drink. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? It was just like, and it wasn't even that good. It was just more about like, I guess the experiences is how of they course. put it, but it was just Absolutely. way over the top, way over the top. But that video you well, said reminded me of it. Yeah, no, that's a great story. Dude. And I mean, these experiences what lend to our lives, right? What we go through and just really, having that that the fascination behind something new something learning and that's what i want to bring with the the whole thing with whiskey so when i did the whiskey tasting in the city the athletic club they actually had cigars present as well now cigar my friend that's a whole nother lane right there see that's I something that, um, I, I know nothing about our cigars never really well, got it it's also something that i'm i'm really into as well you know there's different kind of cuts and how you cut in the beginning you can cut it like like on a on a three on a slice scale or a three it's, it's, it's unbelievable and then there's you know how you really like sometimes when you light it's not even like it's a certain way you want to light it up and and really get to and and really smoking it and and savor it and then the whole humidor process i mean cigars are serious man. yeah it's pretty fascinating again another subculture which is, you know you can spend big money on on these things and it you know un- unfortunately for me i don't i don't know much about it but the humidor is just a container to hold cigars it's like going to preserve like the flavor right and the freshness so it's a it's a certain it's like temperature controlled, right? A temperature and moisture, correct. Yeah. And it's all different sizes and shapes in them. But I can tell you that, you know, these cigars are like, you know, Cuban or whatever, you know, these aren't cigars you're getting from the gas station for $2. Right. <laughs> some real, real deal cigars. And I mean, you know, like it's, 
it, it is a nice feeling, man. Like, you know, you're outside. And so that's something. Um, See, now that's, that's something like that's part of the experience. Like I can appreciate that. Yeah. But when you're dropping $40 on a cocktail because it's, you know, there's dry ice all over the place. That's a little bit too much for me. <laughs> but, you know, with a cigar, you can hang out with friends and just, you know, shoot the breeze. But, and... but no, but you got to have that bottle of McAllen. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't want to go with the numbers there, but you know, there's certain years <laughs> stated mm. with these bottles and they, they're, they're a little pricey, but that is great experience. So, so we'll you know, you say the McAllen, the, a friend of mine just gave mm-hmm. me a bottle of um, Angel's Envy Rye and it's in uh, mm-hmm. rum casks, which I've never seen that before, but I tried a little bit of it. Just neat. Yeah. It's got like this vanilla sweetness to it from those rum mm. barrels. It was really, really good. So anybody who's into bourbon, I or rye rather, I I highly suggest the Angels Envy Rye aged in rum casks. That was that was really good. That was really nice, good. Nice, 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 nice. But so, you know, um, Jack, you've been you've been kind of hinting at me. You've you've got some other revenue streams and something along. Yeah, the, I don't know much yeah. about it. You've kind of said it you know, <laughs> tangentially. But what's this uh, sports betting you've been getting into? Yeah. So this year in New York, this is not a commercial promo, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no endorsements year, here. Yeah, I I can say that. And you know, you got to be careful, right? Because uh, gambling mm-hmm. can be addictive. So there is controls I put in place. I, I'll talk about that in a minute, but. Yeah, I mean, everyone offers free bet. Now, what's the free bet? It really just means that if you lose, right? Like you say, you know, it's a thousand five hundred. If you lose and you follow the rules as to what kind of bet you did, a straight bet or whatever, you'll get that back, but not in one shot. Like for instance, if it's a thousand, you might get five bets of two hundred. You can do. So then you have to, you know, look to see how you get your money back in that respect. But nonetheless, the the March Madness college basketball season really opened up a lot of opportunity to do more sports on online betting. Right. And I think that college March madness, you got to be madness to bet on a team (laughs) (laughs) except for St. Peter's until they got to the end. That was a great run for those guys, by the way, that was awesome. But I can tell you that I did a lot of over under betting, which for me, there are three, there are three, three types of bets for the most part. There's a straight bet money line who wins, right? Right. Then there's a spread and, you know, the team that's favored will be minus. Like that means minus how many points you think you're going to win. Team that's losing will be plus. So um, if it's above this minus part, then the team that's favored, you're good. You're clear to go. And it's going to be on halves, obviously, because if if they went by two points and it's minus two, right? Some example, you're not going to get paid there. So um, if like two and a half or whatever. So I don't even mess with that. I mean, sometimes I do. Spreads are good. But what I've done is I've found to really analyze the averages and the averages are like for for me, well, your last 10 games, the conference, the type of, you know, because I know like in in the Pac-12 and ACC, they're scoring more, you know, versus like the Big East, they slow it down, their style of play. And then. You know, just if they had any head-head matches in the past, the venue, location, who's playing. So it's, it's work research. I got mean, to do this on the weekend. It, it seems tough. complicated. Are, are you using it, this often? Like, what are like certain seasons are you looking at or certain sports? Uh, I like the like the, the basketball season. You know, I know that sport probably the, the best being that I played it, although I do know golf and tennis not as well, right? So, right. but at the end of the day, John, I realized in the beginning, a lot of those parlays or the parlay is, is like, and then try to bet on three things that wants to hit. So they combine all the odds. So it gives you a higher odds payout 
right? Like I was going to say, the plus, more you probably combine, the better your win yeah, ratio. Yeah, let's see, you might get like a plus 500, plus 600. I mean, if you put 100 down, you're going to make 500 or 600, right? Those are kind of impossible. Yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. Like, you gotta, that's how to that. get you. That's how those folks that really go in don't know and can lose their shirt. That's where but you need that me, back to the future almanac that he had, you know, with all that better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but I, I'll just pick two. You know, I mean, if I do a parlay, I'll pick two. And, you know, it's 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 a chance. And sometimes you could do what's called round robins, where you could just do a couple. And if if you don't win all of them, you win some of them, your payout isn't as much, which I like. It's almost like an insurance thing. So right. that's what and I've been doing. You know, it's yeah. some it, it's been fun. But you, there's one lasting tip I got to say. You must cash out. You must. Don't just like win and let it still sit in there. Take your profits, there. right? Because then you're going to wind up. Yeah burn it again and then you're not going to be disciplined so that's one thing i recommend but again i don't recommend anybody to bet or gamble but it is something that's legal now right and it's yeah. fun and you have to understand like you know it's really at the end of the day i mean you say revenue stream but i don't know yet i gotta really master <laughs> there are guys that you look on espn and like oh they're 75 75 the numbers but you got to pay if you want to follow them right so I mean, yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. I mean, they yeah. market like how successful they are, but it really could just be a pyramid scheme and them trying to get you to subscribe <laughs> yeah. to their services. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's really just fun. But now I want to ask you, John, because your type of risk is different than my type of risk. Yeah. You're talking crypto, right, brother? Crystal crypto. Tell me about that. Like, I want to get in that. What's yeah, that? I've been into uh, cryptocurrencies since probably 2017. It's just being originally from technology and now being in finance, it just seemed like the perfect blend because you're, you know, you're taking what essentially is built on a a technology platform and merging finance into it. And it's, that's a very rudimentary piece and there's so much more to it, but, you know, I've, I've really gotten into it in terms of the technology and kind of the solutions, but also Mm -hmm. kind of trading similar to you would trade on the stock market. So the like thing futures. with futures, futures, okay. but you know, there's, and you can actually buy coins and tokens and hold them. And if they appreciate in value, that's all the better. But again, similar to what you were saying, there's a lot of risk involved if you don't really know what you're doing, but I was more fascinated um, by the technology and I kind of like the whole technical analysis with the day trading and things oh, like yeah. that. So it's just, it's really fascinating. You know, it's all about managing your risk. It's just, it's kind of like a hobby, a side project of mine, but I'm also looking into potentially leveraging the blockchain technology for a little side project that I got going on. I, I don't okay. want to, I don't want to hint at it too much here. It's no just problem. kind of something I got in the works, okay. uh, which would be a direct benefit to, to business officials alike. But oh. um, just so you're going to become a millionaire that. overnight with that. The Maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But something I'm super, super excited about. And I think is going okay. to really make our lives as business officials easier, but that's all I want to say about that. I don't want to. All right. Well, we'll wait, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking back to business officials, that's who we are. That's what we do. You know, what are you looking forward to in this second quarter as we moving on throughout 2022? You know, Jack, I have a lot going on in my life and it's all great stuff. You're married now, so you're newlywed. You're enjoying that. Newlywed, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I have uh, a little boy coming on the way. June 27th. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I just bought a house. So we're moving about like two, two weeks from oh. today or something like that. Wow. That is yeah. like right around the corner, man. Spray, oh man. Spray. I I am just over the moon. Like everything just kind of came together and it's just, it's That's just really great. nice. Yeah. Awesome. 
Okay. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. But professionally, things are, are just as good. I mean, the, mm-hmm. I, I love the the district I'm in right now. Everything's going smoothly. Awesome. You know, the budgets really have come together. We're just kind of waiting on a couple tweaks, mm-hmm. but for all intents and purposes, we're we're set. We're good to go. We're ready to adopt. I love it. Yeah, we got a meeting coming up next week, April seventh. Just kind of finalize everything, and you know, moving moving ahead, full steam ahead. But uh, no, life is good, man. Life is good. What about you? What's going on in your life? Well, on a personal, and I'm glad that you know I finished the doctoral in the fall, right? So this spring term, I'm kind of taking a step back. I'm excuse me, I'm probably going to get into adjunct professorship starting later in the year. So right now, it's more like just kicking back the kids they don't have communities this year they can have had a communion last year and two years before then so so really you know it's for me uh, i do have a trip i'm going to be going to um cartagena uh, which is something totally different going to columbia um, yeah yeah my fraternity it's in may looking forward to that but other than that you know we're just doing the business here our board adopted last week which is great oh nice uh, you know, we get the tax cap numbers in where, where we're going to go. And like, you know, I know the, the executive budget is there and we're waiting for the approved budget. Right. And the forthcoming. I don't, day. I don't really don't think too right. much is going to change, you know. Exactly. That's why. So that's why we're kind of we're in this stance. But we're, we're sort of we'll see and pivot if we have to. But yeah, I, I love this part because now my budget newsletter is done. My property tax report card is done. My budget notice is done. Wow, you're, you're way ahead done. of the game, man. I'm yeah. jealous. Um, I mean, I haven't seen the budget notice yet, but I mean, that's done. Yeah, so now we're sending everything to the press, but we're going to like just wait. and We were sending it to the press on Monday. Yeah, so we're going to wait and see how it plays out. And it's great. I got like maybe three more presentations to do, you know, the road show. And I mean, this is once you do a few of them, it's pretty much like, you know, it's like the back of your hands. Very right? cyclical. Yeah, it's like the exactly. same thing. So, Oh, yeah, because the, the, the legislative well. budget is supposed to come out on Friday, right? April Correct. 1st. Yes. Yes. So if it comes out on Friday, then it's awesome. It's perfect, you know, for us. But yeah, other than that, I mean, looking forward to Saratoga, Toga, baby. Yeah, it's coming um, up in June. It's great to finally get back in person. We're looking forward to that. Our colleagues, our peers. Oh, man. And, and so and, and you, you, know, you and I, we have uh, next gen coming up this weekend. Yeah, we're going to be up there this weekend, uh, which is good. We'll knock that out. I'm really, really prepared to really imprint that, right? This is really huge for us. Like, Yeah, this is a big movement for us, and this yeah. is exciting. We're doing a lot of cool work, and I'm glad yeah. we, we were able to meet so quickly after the last time we met, because, you know, yeah. you don't want to lose that momentum. Correct. So we're going to knock that out the park. And then actually, you know, believe it or not, John, I got to go back next week as well. For the membership committee, I'm back up in Albany. Oh yeah, I'm on that. I, 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 I elected to do virtual. I I got too much going on. That's what that's what I do. Uh, you know, I excuse it. You know, I always find uh some time here and there. Yeah. But um, this is good. So as we kind of close here, this is great. Listen, we want your feedback about the uncut. I mean, because we want to know too if sometimes not just knowing about us, but if there are topics, right? You want us to discuss even outside of school business. We love it, right? This is yeah. a podcast. This is something where we're airing every week and our listeners can get anything from it you know not just uh SPO perspective perspectives are great for you to have but yeah we don't have to be so stuffy and talk business all the time we can you know we can branch out a little bit and also <laughs> if you haven't already check out some of the SBO in demand episodes those have really kind of taken off and oh, are yeah. a showcase to districts that have vacancies and you know in one of the episodes more recently, I said that there's over 15 or so business official or business official related vacancies across the state, which is crazy. And is really the charge of one of our, you know, our, our 
purposes in the next generation committee is to really build that sustainability with with the profession and you know when you see 15 open positions across the state you know there's another wave coming definitely check that out i mean those are really insightful you want a little inside track on the district so with that i'll just kind of spin off what we got in the second quarter we got someone who's going to be our master presenter Coming on, I won't I won't base any names here. We're going to be talking about a little cybersecurity, a little HR, a little bit about the politics of being an SBO. We got some architectural designs. We got the paper to digital coming up. We also got, you know, how to model behaviors in the office and things like that. So we got a board member. We got different things popping off. I really am excited about, oh, even food. We're going to have an episode with that. So, and, and reflecting when we get to the conference, right? That's going to be fun. So yeah, yeah. Maybe um, we can do another live episode. Yeah, I, I think we're working on that. I think I was talking to uh, a couple of folks. You know, we know some folks, right? Asking yeah, you know, yeah. You know we know people. a couple of people. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good stuff. But other than that, folks, this is great. I hope we hope you really enjoy this episode because we, we you know, we're excited about doing these kind of things, new things, all these different things. As for perspectives, we love you. You know, John, I went out last night. And I'll jump this. I went out last night with my, my, my colleagues out here. Great time. We always, you know, get nice food, drinks, things like that. And it's unreal, John, how many people are listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's really I mean, impressive. It's it's like you'll really be surprised. I mean, first when I found out, you know, there are a lot of soups listening, I was like, okay, that's great. You know, it's it's good, right? Because yeah, you want to get yeah. that so you can understand our our industry, right? And and understand the SBO. But I mean, like folks just whether in schools or not. I mean, I found out last night that some colleagues of mine, you know, their their family members are are listening to it. I'm like, holy cow. And I know we you know we did pieces across the country. You know, we were out in Kansas, we were in Chicago, we did London. So this is really great. And uh, we're just taking off. So we're we're, yeah, we're like, yeah. we thank you, listeners. It's exciting. Oh, and another thing too, a, a recent development, Jack. I don't even know if I told you about this yet. I'm gonna be on Frontlines podcast in the next couple of weeks, really awesome. talking about how I use long range financial planning with my district and our transparency That's and cool. how we've leveraged everything with just creating a very clear roadmap of where we want to go. So I'll make sure to give uh, SBO perspectives a little plug on there too. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Listen, well, we, you know, we, we did that in leadership earlier this month, right? Yeah. And we're yeah. going to have divisional budget, right? We spoke to them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're going to have. Um, yeah, we're going to have the diversity person that we spoke with, Keisha, mm-hmm. who's um, who's also done a um, presentation as well last year. And then even the, was a guy, he did Brian. Oh, David crazy. Lombardo. He was the yes, um, yes, he's yeah. awesome. The yeah, reporter in the capital region, so, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't know if we're going to squeeze the people in, but we're going to have fun today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got we have a lot of people lined up. But, but yeah, like we said, we wanted to take a little bit of a break and just, you know, behind the scenes kind of conversation, a little uncut, as Jack said. Uncut. There it is. So I am Jack Mitchell and I'm signing off. And I'm John Mercado. Thanks, everyone. All right. We'll see you next week.